The fourth Sunday of Advent, my heart was immediately attracted to this figure of St. Joseph that we have in the Gospel today. And this line at the end, after he hears the angel speak to him, it says, right, and then Joseph did what the angel told him to do. This obedience of faith, as St. Paul talks about in the second in the second reading, letter to the Romans, right? That we've been called to bring others to the obedience of faith. So that's what I plan to give you this morning. Three points on the obedience of faith, being moved by this, by living out obedience of faith. First, faith helps us to see our situations of life differently. Faith helps us to see life differently than not having faith, right? What do I mean by that? The darkness of the last month of Advent, the darkness of North Dakota, you could all take it as, wow, it's just really sad, depressing. It's getting worse. It's never going to get better. Or we can see through the eyes of faith right, on a natural level, the light is coming, and Christ the light is going to come into the darkness, that the darkness isn't the end of the story, right? We can see it two different ways, depending on if we're living out of faith, the obedience of faith, or not. In particular, everyone, right, our sufferings, our inadequacies, our lackings, our hardships, our weaknesses, we see them, we can see them all as bad. They're just bad. They don't help me. They only make me worse. And yet with the eyes of faith, one can see how the Holy Spirit works through them. Where do I get this? I'm not just making this up. We see it in the gospel, in fact, right? St. Joseph is sitting there And he wouldn't be able to recognize, right, what the angel is saying to him without faith. Because he could have said, yeah, Mary was uh, doing things while we were betrothed to each other that she wasn't supposed to be doing. And now I'm going to just divorce her quietly, right? That uh, it was a matter of sin. And yet the angel says, no, it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that she is conceived. St. Joseph is only able to believe this, everyone, because he is obedient to faith. The virtue, the gift of faith. Because, right, there's a big difference between seeing Mary and this reality as a sinful reality versus seeing it as, wow, the Holy Spirit was working here. It takes a huge amount of faith to be able to see that difference, right? And how differently and how profoundly that changes reality, right? How differently we live in that and we respond to it. And so first, obedience of faith helps us to see our situation differently. Number two. Number two, obedience When we talk about the scary, unlikable word obedience, what it means in the Latin, right, 
ab audire, ab, really, right? It's a it's a, it emphasizes the word following. It's a prefix. Really, audire, audio, to hear, right? Obedience means, everyone, to really listen. Obedience of faith is the ability for one to really listen to what God wants to say. Not just our own right wants and desires, but what God really wants to say to us. Why is this important? We see in this great figure, St. Joseph, that he was able to really listen to what the angel had to say. Because it wasn't all about him. It wasn't about him. Right? We have this great descriptor. He was going to uh, leave her quietly. He didn't want to put Mary to shame. This whole time, even though he didn't understand it, it was all about Mary. It wasn't about him. He was still trying to protect Mary, even in the mystery of not understanding what's going on. That his whole life, his whole being is centered towards the other, not himself. That obedience, right? He was able to be obedient because he was able to hear, listen to what the other had to say. In our chaotic world, in this world where there's so much noise, so many voices, interior movements that we have, either to God or away from God. How are we able to listen to the voice of God? Everyone, in our failures, our struggles, the burdens that we carry, if we don't remain focused on God and on the other person, those around us, if it's all about me, 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 it now becomes a reality where my failures, my sins, my faults just become turned in on themselves and I'm just more and more focused on myself. But we know the solution is not in ourselves, right? We find ourselves in these struggles, in these sins, in these weaknesses because of ourselves, right? And so we know our need for a savior. We, need, we know our need for Jesus who is coming, right? In fact, it says in the gospel, what does Jesus come to do? He comes to save us from our sins. And so to be saved from our sins, everyone, is not to remain focused on ourselves. It's to focus on the other. And in particular, God, who can do great things in us. As Joseph did, right, to really listen to what God wants. Not what we want, but what God wants. Because in that, he can do great things. He can change us inside, right? And completely change the reality that we live in. Number three, obedience of faith. Obedience of faith changes our expectations to God's expectations. What do I mean by this? Over the last few weeks, in fact, when I preach right every day, it's kind of interesting looking back and saying, wow, I preached on those things. 
Because what God sometimes does in the midst of that is I think he reveals, oh, maybe what is he trying to say to the preacher, right? And what I realized the last three weeks of Advent is I preached on, the expect- on our expectations around God's coming. I didn't plan to do that at all, right? And somehow, right, God is saying to us, is saying to me, hey, look at your expectations around God's coming. And the obedience of faith, everyone, draws us into this reality to help us recognize what are our expectations and how they come into conflict with, right, God's expectations. And how do they change? How do they convert? It's by obedience of faith. That our expectations aren't always healthy or good. But God's expectations are always realistic. (laughs) They're always good because he desires our salvation right? Our, our, our expectations of suffering, for example, simply, wow, suffering's meaningless, painful. I just have to get rid of it. And in fact, I expect the moment I get rid of it, then I'll be happy. Or, or are the expectations in our heart, right, that suffering is a beautiful opening into the gift that God wants to give me? that the suffering I, I endure is actually God saying, hey, come to me. I want to enter into your life. I want to change your suffering into salvation. It's the whole meaning of Christmas, everyone. God coming into our suffering and shattering our expectations, coming as a little baby, right? Not as a warrior king, not as a great politician that's going to fix the world, not as the next technology. God comes as as one of us. And he changes our expectations from the inside, showing, right, that it is possible that he says, right, if you expect what I expect, I'll make it happen. That our expectations right, are changed not only around God and the mysteries and the realities and truth of who God is, but also around the truth of who we are, right? We live, we live so often in our heart and in our mind, I should be this, I should be that, I should have done this, I should have done that, I didn't do this. And God says, don't worry about that. I don't have that expectation. You're my beloved child. I know you're going to fail once in a while. But come back to me. Keep coming back to me. Because I desire what is good for you. I simply want you to know what I am doing. Everyone, our expectations are all around, right? What we can actually do and what God does. What God does is everything for us. He does everything for us. And so, on this fourth Sunday of Advent, as we prepare for Christmas, right, we're on the cusp of this great mystery. To remember, right, this obedience of faith helps us to see things differently. If we want to see things differently, beg for faith 
and be obedient, listen to what God really wants to say so that he may change our expectations around what he is doing for us every day. Our model is St. Joseph. Jesus, give us this grace as St. Joseph had.